Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. Today, we will be taking a look at World Series of years past and pinning the loser. Uh, we're going to take the loser of the World Series and we're going to pin the blame on one specific player who had it, who sucked during that <laughs> particular World Series. Um, but before we do that, uh, this is episode number 141. So, Jeremy, who is your 141 guy? All right, Jack. Um, my 141 guy, and I say this at the risk of um, possibly repeating myself, but I think that this guy is a guy who, like, Cubs fans probably mutter to themselves, like, at least Cubs fans of a certain age uh, mutter to themselves about um, probably, like, once a month during the baseball <laughs> season at least. So for us to repeat it, uh, twice over 141 episodes is not that bad. Um, but my guy is, uh, with 141 career wins, Mike Morgan. Yeah, okay, okay. Mike Morgan uh, pitched for one heck of a long time. He did, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, however many hecks he pitched for the Cubs was like that many hecks too long. <laughs> uh, he pitched for them for five, well, five years over two different stints, I think. So um, that's at least four and a half years too long. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so Mike Morgan just is one of those Cubs for, for Cubs fans of, of a certain age, like I said, um, uh, of my age specifically, um, Mike Morgan was, uh, he came to the Cubs as a free agent pitcher in 1992. Um, and just like, was just like the most like average, like just un <laughs> appealing, uninspiring guy, uh, you could, you could hope for, um, like I guess he was like maybe like an innings eater, um, but like just not the kind of guy who makes any difference. Like, and I, you know, I I was um, eleven years old when they signed him. I, I probably didn't have like the analytical eye yet necessarily. Although I don't know. I mean, you know, you you don't need to dig that deep to know that a guy f- sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, an eleven year old can can tell that. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, so he came to the Cubs. He actually was good his first year, which I don't yeah. remember at his, all. His statistics are good. He pitched to a two fifty five ERA in two hundred forty innings. Yeah, and to win sixteen, to go sixteen and eight for that Cubs team, I don't think was uh, an easy feat. Uh, I'm trying to see really quick what their record was. They were seventy eight and eighty four, so they okay. were that was good for the Cubs back yeah. then. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so like he was, he happened to be good that year. I don't, I do not remember that, because um, uh, the pre, the subsequent years were bad. Four oh three ERA. Um, I feel like at that time, it wasn't such a great ERA. Um, Four oh three. It's, it's, I don't know. It's passable now, I guess. But I think at that time, it, I don't think it was very good. Uh, Ninety four, just the worst. Six sixty nine ERA over fifteen starts with a two and ten record, and you know, it's like. That wasn't if that wasn't bad enough. They friggin' brought him back um, <laughs> in 1998 for five starts, and he had he he um he only he he managed to put up a 7.15 ERA uh, over the those five games. Um, I believe too. I believe he gave up one of those homers to um to uh 
to Mark McGuire also uh, to to reference last week's. Uh, yeah, they they mentioned his summer. name in the uh, Long Gone Summer, so he's de- yeah. he was definitely uh, in the mix there. What, did Traxel give up sixty one or sixty two? He gave up sixty two. Um, Morgan okay. might have given up sixty one. I think I think he did. Yeah, I don't know, Jack. Yeah. If you could look that up really quick. Um, but. So, so he, I'm pretty sure he he managed to find his way um, into the record books for some something for that uh, in that span, um, and then he pitched four more years after that. He pitched. He, he had a six twenty eight, a six twenty four ERA for the Texas, um, two, uh, and then like three uh, seasons of uh, four twenty six to five twenty nine ERAs uh, for the Diamondbacks in the two thousands. It's just like. This guy just would not go away. He pitched till he was 42 years old. I mean, he started when he was 18. Like, I don't know if he was like some kind of like hotshot prospect, but he put up bad numbers for the Oakland A's in 78 and 79 as a as a teenager. Um, so I don't know. You know, I, I wasn't around to know the legacy of Mike Morgan pre Cubs, but um, it seems to me like he was always pretty crappy. But just an innings eater who survived a long time in the league. Yeah, he's not he's not the type of guy you would expect to pitch in four different decades. Yeah, right. Um but uh yeah, I mean that's pretty crazy. If 18 he was in the big leagues 18 to 40 age 18 to 42. That's I mean that's impressive but like I, I shit, this is this is this is making me mad cuz now I feel like I'm like throwing Mike Morgan some sort of like uh, you know, some sort of courtesy, but <laughs> I hated this guy, man, in the nineties. And, and I think most Cubs fans did as well. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, yeah, well that, that's a good one, Jeremy. I had no idea. He pitched that long. His 94 season was terrible. Uh, two and 10 with a six sixty nine ERA and 15 starts. When they went on strike, he was probably like, Oh, thank Christ. Um, he was having a real bad year. Uh, yeah. So that, that's a good one, Jeremy. Um, and my, my one forty one guy is also a player from my youth, uh, it's of course it's John Jaha who hit 141 home runs uh, over the course of his career. Man, I'm so happy about this one. I can't believe John Jaha is, is popping up on here, but I guess he must. <laughs> you know, he was going to pop up eventually. Um, yeah, he was my favorite player when I was a kid. He was like my first favorite baseball player. Um, his 1996 season with the Brewers. When he hit 34 home runs, uh, drove in 118 runs, and he hit 300. That, I thought that was, to me, that was like Ted Williams' 1941 season, you know? Like, yeah. it was just like, I was like, this is the greatest year any player has ever had. Uh, it was it was awesome. Um, he was the picture of a steroid guy. Just the absolute, <laughs> just definitely a steroid guy. Didn't even debut in the majors until he was 26, in 1992 so he was he was old when he started out basically i mean in that 96 season he was already 30 like i i thought this guy was like some superstar he was just a like an aging first baseman who was who's on steroids um yeah and he, he only had you know two years three years where he played more than 140 games in about a 10-year career uh after that 96 season he just completely fell off the map uh with injuries um his 99 season he bounced back with oakland he made the all-star team and hit 35 homers but uh that was definitely you know on the back of steroids that he did that 
Um, so yeah, John Jaha, my favorite player. I got his autograph at a Brewer game one time. Um, it was like a, the Brewers were doing like an autograph day, and you could come early, and like a guy would sign. And I think John Jaha signed one of my balls. I don't know if I still, I don't know if I still have that. That'd be a good thing to put in my cubicle at work if I still have it. That would be pretty fucking dope, actually. I got to try to find that. Um, but yeah, Jeremy, do you, do you even remember John Jaha? Was he even on your Was he even on your radar screen? He was um, kind of, but like I had no, I had no like context for John Jaha because I mean, even at that time, like he was playing in the American League, right? Like I yes. Mean, um. So like he played one year with the with the National League Brewers. Um. But yeah, it just I have no fr- frame of reference of him other than like baseball cards. Um. And I think like his name was like weird to say, so like I I didn't really like I never really like connected with him really. Sure. <laughs> okay. Way. I wonder is he like is he like of Latin descent? Like uh, I think he is like um, maybe uh, like it's a, a Middle Eastern name maybe like Jaha. I'm not I'm yeah. not sure. It's like it's either it's I don't know if it's not Armenian, but it's. Um, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, a Middle Eastern name. I, I, I there was a Reddit thread about it. Oh, um, okay. Let me see here if I I'm, can. Find I'm, I'm trying to like search up really quick on uh, uh, Wikipedia, but there isn't anything there. Yeah, see, that's a weird one. Like, I and maybe it's anglicized too. I don't know, but like, it's it's kind of like real Muto. It's like where Jaha like is like I never yeah I could never really like pin that down like what what is like this he looks. He looks kind of. He looks just like white in his pictures. He does. He definitely um, does. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, kind of a strange, strange guy. But um, you know, he, he was a he was a big part of my childhood and my baseball fandom. So I'll always I'll always love me some John Jaha. I wish they they invite yes. all these old these old brewers back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Corey Hart and whatever. They need to invite John Jaha back. I wonder what the reaction would be to would be to that one. They can invite yeah. Dar- they can invite Daryl Hamilton back too, but I think Daryl Hamilton is dead, right? Uh, yes, and didn't he? Yeah, yes, yes. I, I think it was a, a gruesome death too, which is which is very which is weird. Um, the old uh, murder suicide. No, I believe it was. I believe it was like a, a Phil Hartman special, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, hey, Jeremy, we we did it this time. Former Cub, former Brewer for our one forty one guy. I, I know we're getting too predictable. Uh, so don't, folks, don't go ahead and look up like who hit one hundred forty two homers uh, because you'll uh, you'll 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 be able to pick the Brewer or the Cub off the list <laughs> and, and find out our guy. But that's fine. Um, you know, I think we have a lot to talk about with those guys specifically. Two, I got two things for you, Jack. Yeah. Uh, John Jaha is of Syrian and Lebanese descent, according to Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what that what that means necessarily. But um, uh, but yeah, Jaha was a weird. Like it's just a. It's a. It's a. You know, a different kind of looking name. So yeah. Um, it threw me as a kid for sure. Um, second thing, uh, Mike Morgan did give up number sixty one to to Mark McGuire. So Beautiful. Okay. So he, he, you know, in what what did I say? Five games with the Cubs in 1998, he managed to come around long enough to give up the 61st homer uh, to McGuire. So congratulations, Mike Morgan. Wow, crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, those are pretty good, Jeremy. Um, what do you want to talk about first? The World Series or Tom Brady football? Uh, let's talk about. I guess maybe we should talk about the World Series first. I don't sure. know. Sure. Okay. E- yeah. Either one. Both of like. 
each carries the about the equal amount of weight i think for, for <laughs> both of us so which is not much um yeah so the world series is going on we um we strategically moved our record day here to um to record on an off day um but I don't know if it really mattered because we could have recorded um, after the, the like third inning of yesterday's yeah. game. Um, both games have been a blowout. It's The series is tied 1-1, uh, heading back to uh, Atlanta for three games. Um, so, yeah, and, I, you know, I not really much to write home about um, about the first two except for, like, I do – so I, I, I was reminded that I like Jose Urquidy. Mm-hmm. Um, he like, uh, they interviewed him after the game yesterday and, uh, he was like, you know, they were like, you like to pitch in these, uh, world series games. And he's like, yes, yes. I like it very much or something. <laughs> uh, he seems like a pretty like, like chill guy. And I could see that's probably why he's good in these situations. I think he made his first career start in like the, maybe the 2019 or the 20, what was the, what year did they uh, play the Dodgers? Was that 2017? Yeah. Uh, 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, he made his like first career start like in the World Series or something. Okay. Like, maybe the only guy to ever do that or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Jorge Soler hit the first leadoff home run of a World Series game one ever. Yeah, I was gonna text you, Jeremy. It'd be funny if Jorge Soler uh, got another ring. I know, I know. Um, yeah, we'll have to see about that one. Um, yeah, that that's the last guy on the Cubs I would have expected to be the first guy to get two World Series rings. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's that's a bummer to hear, man. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's not cool to say, man. One hundred percent true. That's goddamn. That's that's messed up. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. Here's a guy who was just like uh, just left for dead. Um, as far as baseball goes, kind of revived his career with the Royals, and now now he's just incongruously uh, on a World Series team, which is strange. Him and Jock Peterson too. So um, you know who started the year with the Cubs. Yeah, you're right, Jeremy, when you said that everybody has pretty much forgotten about the fact that Jock is he was ever on the Cubs, but yeah. he, he certainly he certainly made a lot of noise in in uh, the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting uh, to see um what what can happen i mean yeah he would get back to back he would pull like a ben zobrist kind of i guess uh if he could get back to back rings for two different teams right right yeah that is interesting um yeah i uh, i had also never heard of this this guy i think what is it jose siri yeah 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 hey, i i had hey, never siri. yeah I, I yeah i was gonna say i'd never heard of this I'm, I'm sure people have already made the siri jokes about this guy right I you know I haven't heard them make one um so far the maybe playoffs. it's just too obvious yeah I guess yeah or or um, not obvious enough given the uh given the two guys who are broadcasting the games um I've never used Siri Jeremy do you you, you use <laughs> you use Siri I mean yeah I use I use it sometimes yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah I've never used though. it. <laughs> That's the difference between you and me, Jack. One, yeah. one of us who uses Siri and one of us doesn't. Um, <laughs> now, I don't, yeah, I, um, you know, it's like, you know, every time you try to, for every time you use it and it works like seamlessly, there's five times where it works incorrectly and you get pissed off. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple more things. Um, I, I think the Charlie Morton injury really kind of takes the wind out of the sails for this whole series. Um, 
you know, he, he was the best pitcher that the Braves had as far as starters. Ian Anderson is pretty good too. And, and Freed is good, but, uh, yeah. Morton was, Morton was their rock. Um, so that's, uh, that, that's kind of a devastating blow. It, it's not a very interesting series to begin with, but he definitely would have started game four and probably game seven as well. Um, yeah. so yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to see the, the best pitcher for a team get hurt in the middle of the world series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's an, that's an interesting one. I mean, like, I I wonder like he he's definitely the most seasoned guy on the team for sure. Um, I wonder if Brew if Braves fans would have been like, um, would would call him like their their top starter or not? Like I think Max Fried needs to be their top starter, and he didn't really he, he didn't have a great game yesterday. Um, and now like you know I think I think it hurts because they they set him up to be like like you said like the one four and seven starter, and uh, that's not going to happen now. And I don't think anyone else can do that. They were talking post game to see if Freed would maybe be able to come back and start um, game uh, six or something like that, and like or, or game five or something. And like I don't know. I mean, he should be able to he should be able to start game five, but they're 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 only going to be able to use him twice, I think, in the in the series. So yeah, um, and I think they said they were going to go with Jesse Chavez as an opener, and maybe then Drew Smiley. Um, from what I was hearing, or that that Lee guy who I had never heard of before. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think they added him this round, maybe, or maybe like last round. I don't know. Yeah, but, I think he only made three appearances during the regular season. Um, interesting. So that'll that'll be interesting. Travis Derno hit a home run last night, so that was that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe he's he's in the league, um, and or it's definitely hard to believe he's hitting home runs in the World Series for sure. But yeah, so um, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I guess like um, uh, the I don't know. The Braves are going to have three games at home here, so uh, you know we'll see what what can happen. But the odds are it's going back to Houston, and it seems like Houston is pretty good in their home ballpark. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. What a what a uh, what an exciting World Series. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We talked about it for way longer than we should have. Honestly, right. Um, yeah. you, you, Jeremy, I do think the Tom Brady football story, there's a lot of, uh, elements of it that are pretty funny though. Yeah, definitely. So I was, um, um, I was watching the game with friends, like goofball friends who may be on a future episode, but, um, uh, and they were talking over the whole thing, but I, and I was like, what just happened here with this ball thing? And like, so yes, in case anyone didn't know, or, or you're one of my friends who was talking during it, um, <laughs> Tom Brady threw, was it his 600th? Yeah, it was his 600th touchdown pass. Touchdown to Mike Evans, and Mike Evans just handed the ball to some goofball in the front stands who was wearing, like, a big, like, uh, straw hat or something, um, which is kind of funny. I um, And, like, so so the guy, um, he was like, oh, shoot, like, like that was the ball. Uh, sorry or whatever. And so some guy from the Bucks had to go over and ask the guy for the ball back, and he gave it to him. Uh, but he, I don't know if he made the deal on the spot, Jack, or afterwards or what, but like, um, immediately people were saying like, like there was some sports, uh, memorabilia guy who said like that ball's worth $500,000, like right, easy or something. And people mm-hmm. then were like, I think giving him shit for like, they're, they were like saying like, Oh, what an idiot. He gave it away. You know, he could have sold it for $500,000. And I don't know. I mean, it's like, Jesus, man, like. That's, 
it's just like that's what that's that's where we that's we are where we immediately go with this. Like the guy's an idiot for giving the ball away. I don't know. Well, um, yeah, there's a couple things about this. First of all, um, you know, as far as Mike Evans goes, like how does how does everybody on the Buccaneers not know that like Tom Br- the the next touchdown pass Tom Brady throws is going to be a six hundredth, especially right. um, especially just the guys on on offense. Um, uh, you know, so it's like, how, how do you give that ball away in the first place? It's not like hitting a home run where there's no, unless it's hit into the bullpen, like there's no way that, you know, a player is going to get it. Like the, the, a player on his team had the ball to give him. Um, right. So that's kind of funny. Did you hear the story about the, the guy, though, who gave the ball back? Like his personal story? Yeah, like what, like what he does and who he is and stuff? No, I don't think so. Okay, so like this guy was like, the nephew of a Florida politician. Um, and so first of all, yeah, so this, this guy who gave the ball back was like, he's like in medical school or something. And you know, his, his uncle is this politician. So he's probably just some, some rich, like upper crust dude. Who's got, you know, front row tickets to a, uh, an NFL game. So mm-hmm. yeah, he, he gave the ball back, but it's not like it's some magnanimous gesture. It's like this guy doesn't probably doesn't need to sell a football for five hundred thousand dollars. Like he's sure. probably doing okay. But then then the fact that like his scumbag uncle politician was like he was like yeah that was just uh, that was such a selfless act. Like what a what a great young man. Um, <laughs> and he just he just went on with it. And so like I, I like that this this uh, just this total total scumbag politician use this as uh, an opportunity to like give himself a platform to right. to pat this guy on the back i think that's that's pretty funny too yeah i mean that's that's good to um that's good to know uh that that other chapter of it so i don't i don't um say too many good things about this guy um but I think Jack, were we just having a conversation? I, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, it on the no, podcast. I think we were having the conversation uh, recently. I think on the podcast. Was about it on the what, podcast? It may, it may or may not have been. I, I can't remember. But like, what would you, what would you like give for if you caught a famous home run ball? Like, what would you exchange it for? Yeah, because I think th- I think we had this conversation maybe at the the Sox Reds game because we were talking about T.J. Friedel. Um, oh, T- that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So T- if you don't know TJ Friedel or Friedel or whatever his name is uh, for the Reds, um, uh, he uh, he hit his first career home run and um, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts went out and gave a Reds fan his a Mookie Betts signed bat in order in exchange for the ball. And it was pretty bad. Maybe we did talk about this on the podcast, but yeah. Um, uh, it's pretty bad that like the, a TJ Friedel, anything isn't going to get the job done. <laughs> uh, so, so Mookie Betts had to sign a bat and, and give one of those away. Cause, and, and I, I don't, I think Mookie Betts just did it too, because I think he himself also knew that he's like, all right, this kid's going to get this fucking ball. I, I'm the one who's going to have to like give something up here. Um, so yeah, we, we had a conversation about what we, what we would ask for. Um, and okay. So I'm looking at the thing here. So this is what Brady, this is what this guy got. He got two signed Brady jerseys, a helmet, a signed Mike Evans jersey, a pair of uh, game cleats, $1,000 credit to the team store, which is the funniest part of the whole thing, I think, and two season tickets for the remainder of 2021 and 2022. Um, and then I guess he's also now asking to play a round of golf with Tom Brady. Um, 
I think that I think that is maybe starting to like ask a little too much, but um, so I think that's a pretty good haul. Like I would definitely like try to get some autographs, some memorabilia, and some tickets out of it. Um, and this guy kind of hit all that stuff. The, the one thousand dollars credit to this team store is pretty funny. Yeah, man. Like you could you could buy so many White Sox uh, like discount <laughs> jerseys with that. You could- you could buy every remaining uh, Nicky Delmonico <laughs> jersey. Just clear, clear out the whole rack. Um, yeah, I, I agree that a round of golf with Tom Brady is, uh, you know, is too much. At That's, that point, Tom Brady would probably be like, "Just give the fucking guy the ball back." Like, I don't, I'm, I don't want it that bad. That's crazy. That's like four hours of golf, or maybe more. Um, that, you, no, there's no that that is not going to happen. You, Tom Brady would rather like shoot himself than, <laughs> than spend like four to five hours with just a random street. That would be horrible. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's not, there's no Tom Brady would pay. He should just give the guy $500,000 at that point. Right. Exactly. Cause That's Tom crazy. Brady's four hours of Tom Brady's time is worth more than $500,000. He probably Holy, makes, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably makes like $2 million a game. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, not to mention the fact that he just doesn't have to pay he just doesn't have to do that. He can pay to get out of that. That's yeah. That's a tall order there. That's that's not gonna happen. No, and this guy's got what seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, this right, guy yeah. probably doesn't give a shit about his fucking six hundred touchdown pass. I mean, whatever. It's a milestone, but it's just gonna be one more thing that he puts in his, uh, you know, in his memorabilia case in his man cave. So yeah, that's the underlying thing of this whole thing. I think is that I don't even know if Tom Brady really cares. No, no. Um. All right, so that's interesting, Jeremy. So we'll have to, who knows, maybe, uh, you know, maybe if I would have got that Danny Mendick ball, I could have gotten, you know, gotten something if I would have given it back to him. But, you could have played, what? like, you could have played, like, a like a round of air hockey <laughs> with Danny <laughs> Mendick or something. <laughs> uh, that would have been uh, would have been good. Okay, well, that that's good, Jeremy. Um, very good. Uh, so shall we get on to our, uh, our topic of uh, du jour? Yeah, let's do it. I think like yeah, Jack, you you kind of uh, jumped on the grenade there for us because like how do you how do you sum this this pod this uh, episode up in like one phrase? It's like I think we like like blaming like fi- deciding who to blame for the World Series losers or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, like, um, that's what we we were doing here. So we went back 15 years. Um, we always try to pick some sort of like uh, round number to uh, to go back on. And um, so we're going back to the 2005 World Series. Basically, the conceit of what we're doing here is um, we're we're trying to first of all we're in true Randall fashion, uh, theater fashion. We're we're finding someone to blame for for the losing the World Series. Um, but we're, we're we're basically like looking at um, the team's roster and determining who their best player was, and then figuring out if that guy cost the team the World Series. Uh, we're looking at a pitcher and a and a batter. Um, and dec- deciding if that person cost the team the World Series, and if not, who did? Uh, so if not, we have to assign that blame to somebody. So, so that's what we're doing here. So what, what a great <laughs> way to, to to celebrate the World Series than to like take the most negative approach to it as possible. <laughs> um, okay, Jeremy, cool. Well, yeah, I took a uh, 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 look, look at the Houston Astros here, who were the losers of that. Uh, they got swept by, funny, funnily enough, the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, their best player that year, I think. So is it, Morgan Ensberg had a really good year offensively, which is funny mm-hmm. that, that he was their best player. He hit 30-plus homers and drove in 100 RBIs. Uh, very weird. Had a terrible World Series. He was just two for 18. So he was that, that was bad. But I think the biggest disappointment, I, I think, was, was Roy Oswalt. Um, he had a really good year. He had a 294 ERA in the regular season. He started 35 games, um, which I think led the league, pitched 241 and two-thirds innings. Uh, just an awesome season. And uh, uh, he just sucked in his one start in the playoffs. He, uh, he pitched six innings, uh, gave up five earned runs on eight hits, and he walked five guys. So he just totally... He just totally blew it. He just had a really shitty outing. Five walks and eight uh, eight hits in six innings. You're not that that's terrible from a guy you you definitely expected to to be your stud. Yeah, for sure. It's it's kind of funny to to kind of go through these and um, especially or to go through like especially the sweeps because like they the teams don't almost don't even play enough to like be able to assign blame to one guy right. specifically. But I mean, Oswald had started that game one. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, unless their rotation was like out of whack, um, but I'm, I'm looking it up here. Actually, Roger Clemens started Game One. Yeah. Um, I mean, so Roger Clemens is on that team too. I, it's hard to say that he shouldn't be, you know, getting some blame for that too. It looks like Oswald didn't even start till maybe Game Three. Um, so they must have needed. I don't re- really remember that NLCS, but they must have like needed Oswald. He must have started like, you know, the decisive game in uh, the NLCS to get to the World Series maybe and. Whatever. Even though they they were pretty stacked anyway, um, that they could afford to, to start Oswald in Game Three, but um, so that is that who you're blaming for? for yeah, that? I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Roy Oswald for that one, Jeremy. Um, okay. You know, and and the when you, when you look at these sweeps or like even a four to one series, the the stats for the uh, losing team, especially the offensive stats, but usually across the board, are are, are pretty putrid. Um, you know, and that's kind of like I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Rising Sun. I don't know if I've ever used this quote on there, but you know, there's, a, there's, a, I don't even think this is a quote, but this kind of, it's a, kind of sums up Sean Connery's character talking to Wesley Snipes. He goes, "Japanese culture is different from American culture," um, and that's, it's like, well, duh. Um, so that's, that's kind of what, uh, uh, what it's like looking at the stats for um, a, a team that got swept in the World Series. You're like, man, nobody got any hits in that series. Everybody hit yeah. under 200. It's like, well, yeah, they got swept. You know, you, you got to play pretty bad to get swept in four games. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I'm just um, uh, looking at the uh, at, at the numbers here, Jack. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and blame Roger Clemens for losing okay. the World Series here. And, because, and why not? Yeah, why not for sure? Uh, like, you know, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, I I don't really remember what happened in this in this game one, but. So Clemens only um, lasted uh, two innings, but he only gave up three runs. Um, I'm I'm like, did they did they did he get hurt or did they like pull him for like a pinch hitter or something? Uh, I don't really remember. Um, but uh, but you know, you get your team off to a bad start. Um, he he gave up like the three runs over two innings. Like yeah, like you know, first two innings um, of the game, and so. Um, not, not great there. Um, and you know, at that point in his career, like, you know, the team was, you know, they, they had the luxury of having those other players, but you know, you have Roger Clemens on your team. You're, you're leaning on Roger Clemens and he, he starts off with a L, um, in the world series. So I'm going to go ahead and blame him. 
I like it, Jeremy. He probably was so mad about that he wanted to throw a piece of a broken bat at a guy. Yeah, at uh, you know Paul Konerko or something. I right, guess. right, and <laughs> and he, he 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 did it, of course, because he thought it was the ball that he was throwing. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, Jeremy, never never a bad thing to assign blame to a a nice guy like that. Um, 2006. Uh, so the Detroit Tigers lost four to one to the. Uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, uh, I think the best player on that team, again, kind of strangely, was uh, Carlos Guillen. He had a really good season. He played in 153 games. He hit 320 um, with 19 home runs and 85 RBIs. Maglio also had a really good year. He mm-hmm. had almost 300 with 24 home runs and over 100 RBIs. But, yeah, that year by Guillen is pretty sick. Uh, he even had uh, uh, 20 stolen bases, too. So he kind of he kind of did everything so he did a but he also had a good world series he was six for 17 so i can't really i can't really blame him the guy i can blame uh is justin verlander very nice yeah yeah Yeah. uh terrible world series started two games for them he had two of their losses he was zero and two with a 573 era 11 innings pitched uh seven earned seven earned runs 10 runs overall so uh, kind of just didn't give his team a chance to win, um, at least based on these statistics. Yeah, he was bad. Was that his rookie year? Oh six. Let me see here. He uh, uh, no oh five. Yeah, yeah. No, he pitched two two games in oh five. Yeah, oh six was for all intents and purposes his rookie year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, and you know we might we might be hearing Justin Verlander's name uh, again on this list. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. Not great, um, you know. I'm definitely are expecting more from him uh, for, from from uh, from this in the series. Um, I it's it, you know they had a lot of good guys here. Uh, Pudge Rodriguez, Granderson was was at the top of his game at this point. Maglio, um, it's hard to say. I mean, I would maybe say Pudge was like their best guy. So I'm just I'm I'm kind of coming from it as like not even necessarily that year, but like who who like was like their best player on that team, or you know who's who's the best player out of that group of guys. Okay. Like, you know. and Just so like, overall. Yeah. Overall. And so like, I would probably say Pudge. Um, he's like the only hall of famer, I think of all those guys. So, you know, um, he had a 158 year, uh, uh, average in the, in the, in the world series. Um, only one extra base hit and one RBI. So I would say that's definitely, you know, hurt the team, um, in the world series. But, um, yeah, you know, Man, I, I almost don't I, I wanna blame Justin Verlander, but I don't because he was like a rookie that year. Uh-huh. Um, essentially. So like I'm gonna go ahead and I don't know. Do I wanna blame Pudge for this World Series loss? I don't know. Um <laughs> I gotta blame somebody. Um so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna blame Pudge just for okay. the heck of it. Yeah. Okay, sure, why not? Um I mean he's probably a steroid guy, so so fuck yes. him. Um yes. uh did you hear that thing? about how the Astros for this World Series, they were going to have Verlander throw out the first pitch at a playoff game, you know, even though he hasn't played this year, and the Astros players vetoed it. Really? No, I did not hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, you know, the the team wanted him to come come throw out the first pitch, um, but the Astros players said, no, fuck that. This guy hasn't been around the team all year, oh, hasn't wow. been in the dugout, anything. Yeah. So they, they just told him to go pound sand. Um, that's that's really interesting, Jack. Because I was thinking about that. I'm like, where the hell is Justin Verlander? He's not even on the bench. Yeah. Like, the, like I haven't seen that guy 
in baseball in two years. And it's like, dude, where, where are you? You're getting paid on this team. Like, and then I was thinking like, you know, like, then you think about like, yeah, do players, it's a situation where I think players don't want him there either because like, you don't want like a, a hurt guy around either. Like it's, it's weird. I don't know why that is. And I don't know why he wouldn't want to be there for maybe even at least home games or something. But then I think like there's any number of reasons why players might resent an injured guy being around the team, whether it's bad mojo or like he doesn't have to play, but he's getting paid. I don't, you know who in the players are weird that way. Um, I can see, I, I, I could guess why Justin Verlander probably wouldn't want to leave home. Um, <laughs> he, he's got a good situation at home probably. Um, uh, so, um, so I can see why he wouldn't want to leave home, but um, yeah, I don't, uh, that's, that's interesting. I was thinking that very thing, like where, where the hell is he? Like he hasn't even, I haven't even seen his face. Um, they they yeah. do say maybe he's trying to distance himself from the cheating scandal. Okay, yeah. I don't know. That's just something I heard. Well, yeah. I uh, that's That seems like a good excuse as any, I guess. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, F, F him. Uh, you know, good pitcher, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I, I, I don't have any particular problem with Justin Verlander. He's, he's no. been pretty good. But, uh, you know, I, hey, Jeremy, I'm blaming him for this World Series loss. That's fair. That's fair. Um, well, we'll I, I, like I said, I think his name might come up later on. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is an interesting one, Jeremy. The 2007 Rockies, yeah. um, uh, who I believe also got swept, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they yeah. did. So, yeah, the, the, kind of three shitty World Series in a row at least, you know. <laughs> four yeah. nothing, uh, you know, four to one, and then four to nothing again. Um, I know. I, I'm actually like, you know, it's like, well, we'll see how the rest of this World Series plays out. I mean, I don't think last year is necessarily particularly that great, but um, – uh, except for that one, I don't know. That one game was maybe so good. The the game that the Rays won, uh, that maybe it, 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 you know, it, it saves the World Series, uh, in general. But like maybe we were due for a bad World Series because I feel like the last couple ones have been pretty good. So this is true. Um, uh, I think that uh, the best player. So again, I kind of did it best player by like who had the best season that year. Yeah. I think, and maybe just best think- player overall. Although Todd Helton uh, is definitely the best career player on this Rockies team. Um, uh, Matt Holiday, I had a had an outstanding season that year. He hit uh, 36 home runs, 137 RBIs, and at a 340 average. Hey, those are cool Coors Field numbers. For sure, but uh, but yeah, he had a great a great season. I wonder. I was kind of wondering if the Rockies are the first team ever to make the World Series uh, while not having any of the people in uh, in their starting rotation have an ERA under four. Um, so that you know, I, I don't I don't know if if uh, that's true or not. Whatever. But yeah, they didn't really have any good pitching on that team. Um, I put the guy who cost the team the World Series was Ryan Spilborgs. <laughs> Nice. He, he was 0 for 10 in the World Series. That's a lot of at-bats for Ryan Spielborgs to get in a World Series. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I he, I don't know. That guy seemed like he, like, I wonder, like, you know, if we could talk to Rockies fans from the mid-2000s, um, what they thought of Ryan Spielborgs, because I think, I thought that he was kind of like a starting outfielder guy. He seemed kind of like a fringy guy, and he didn't stick around very long. Um, and now I think he's like um, he does either color for them or sideline reporting or something. Um, so he's he's or like post like uh, in studio post game or something. So he he definitely transitioned pretty quickly to like broadcaster. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 0 for 10, sure, why not? Uh, and struck out in four of those at bats. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I I could uh, I can't argue with that. Okay, okay, love it, love it, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, well, uh, let me just because yeah, because I'm I'm just trying to look just to make sure. I mean, I I can't argue with your pick. I um, Holiday was their best player, and he had a pretty. He had a, a fair World Series. He hit 294 with a homer, um, so I can't I can't knock him in a, in a sweep. You know, you can't really um, knock it that much. Um, God, who do I want to blame? Um, it's so hard in a four game World Series because, like, yeah, no one no one had a chance to really be worse than anybody else. I I'd say I maybe would blame. Uh, I want to blame Garrett Atkins, maybe. <laughs> okay. Because, um, like, Garrett Atkins, so he hit 301 with 25 homers, and he was a guy who was, like, a good third baseman for the Rockies and then just disappeared. Like, I'm not sure if it was, like, in after this season that he disappeared, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, like, why not blame him? In a way, know. he's, he's like, their Morgan Ensberg, you know, if you want to talk yeah. about guys who just disappeared. Um, yeah. He he had one more good year in 2008, but then after that disappeared. Like just fell off the face. He hit uh, 226 with nine homers in 2009 with uh, in 126 games. Then somehow played 44 games for the 2010 uh, Orioles and then disappeared. So <laughs> um, so yeah so uh, yeah let's go ahead and throw uh, we'll throw a grenade at uh, Garrett Atkins as he's uh, on his way out of the league. Uh, excellent excellent um yeah and who yeah there's no telling when the rockies will make it back to the world series either um 2008 world series philadelphia phillies over tampa bay rays four to one um again wow another four to one world series one that wasn't even really close um i think the best first of all i had to point out how how was cliff floyd on that on that Rays team, and how did he get three at bats in in the 2009 World yeah. Series? That that blows my mind. That's that's really weird. Um, yeah. Edwin Jackson was also on that 2008 uh, Rays team. Um, interestingly enough, their best player um, definitely that year. Their best player overall is probably Evan Longoria. That yeah. year, it was Carlos Pena who hit uh, 31 home runs, 102 RBIs with a 247 average. Kind of slim pickings for this Rays team. They don't really ha- didn't really have a ton of guys who had, a- had good years. Um, Carlos Pena, former Cub, future Cub, uh, if we're talking about 2008. Um, uh, and, yeah, I, I believe I also listed – no, no, you know, you know who cost this team the World Series is J.P. Howell. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, there you go. That? Oh, well, yeah, his numbers are not good. No. Oh, yeah, so he probably pitched in high-leverage situations. I mean, he only pitched two and a third innings, but somehow he still managed to be 0-2 with a 771 ERA. So that's that, that's really not great. You know, they, they put him in probably when the game was close, and he, he blew it both times. Yeah, that's um that's interesting. Um, You know, and this was a Joe Madden team, too, um, for the Tampa Bay Rays in 08 right yeah it was joe mad yes it was oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. um so that's interesting um yeah that's a good argument right there i mean he lost game he lost the last game of the the series too um yeah i mean for relief or for a relief pitcher to lose two games in a five game series is pretty bad i kind of want to blame longoria i would say longoria was is the best player on their roster um and he he went one he went one for 20 with nine strikeouts yeah, um, you, you nope. that that's like Christian Yelich territory. You, I mean, you need more you need more yeah. from a guy than that if you're going to give him 20 at bats in a five game series. 
yeah, no extra base hits, no 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 homers, no extra base hits, two RBIs, no walks. I mean, as as funny as it is, and and if you're giving it to JP Howell, we'll, we'll let that represent him because I, I as funny as that would be to give it to him, I have to say like I have to blame Longoria here, so I'm 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 gonna blame Longoria. Okay. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um. Excellent. Oh nine. Uh, was New York Yankees over Philadelphia Phillies four to two. So finally, we get a six game series. A little bit more meat on the bone here um, to choose from for this one. The best player on that team um, was at that time too was was Ryan Howard. Um, he yep. was he was in the midst of a a couple of years where he was putting up absolutely ridiculous numbers. Um, that season, he had forty five homers, one hundred forty one RBIs, and a two seventy nine average. Uh, that is insane. Uh, also, he played in a good home run hitters park too his whole career. But anyway, uh, still good numbers. And uh, I also thought that uh, no, no, again, you know what? No, Howard did not have a good World Series. But you know who cost yeah. this team was Pedro Martinez. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and I, J- Jeremy, I did not for the life of me remember that Pedro Martinez was on this Phillies team. Yeah, it 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 didn't like it didn't look like nothing about the Pedro Martinez era as a Philly like looked looked right. I I, I remember that. Um, yeah, he lost two games for the for the um, for the Phillies, including uh, Game Six with the the, the ultimately uh, the final game of the series. So, yeah, I think um, I think that one I can definitely get on board with. Yeah, terrible stats. 0 and 2 with a 6.30 ERA in 10 innings. Um, so he was not, you know, that and that was that was his last game too. That loss, uh, that game six loss. So you know, didn't exactly go out on a high note, but I, I don't think he had anything left in the tank at that point either. Um, I, I don't. I think that was already after the "Who's Your Daddy" thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I know that uh, he always talks. About, he has a segment called "Who's Your Daddy" um, when the Yankees fans chanted that at him. Um, and uh, I think they, yeah, I think I think they they started that when he was a Red Sox, but they brought it back um, in that in that series. So nice, yeah. yeah de- he definitely shouldn't have been pitching Game Six of a World Series at that point. Um, yeah. So he is the uh, he he gets the blame for that one. Uh, Twenty ten, uh, San Francisco Giants over Texas Rangers again, four to one series here. So again, just a kind of a. Uh, a stretch of uh, not great World Series here, minus that last one. Um, yeah, so the best player on that team was Josh Hamilton, um, yeah. at least currently. C.J. Wilson also had a pretty pretty good year, but Josh Hamilton was definitely in the midst of being the best player in the league. Although I will say also Vlad Guerrero had a, a surprisingly really good season that year as an old yep. man. Um, 29 home runs, 115 RBIs, and a 300 average for Vlad. But that paled in comparison to Josh Hamilton's stats. 32 homers, 100 RBIs, and a 359 average for Josh Hamilton that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the World Series, he he was two for 20. Yep. So the guy he just ma- completely folded under the pressure. Yeah, managed to. Uh, one of those two hits was a home run. Uh, looks like a solo shot. Um, so even even in the home run wasn't really helping his team. Um, yeah, it was hard to say who was the best player on that team, like just because Vlad and and Hamilton had both good years. Michael Young was all, was still actually putting up good numbers for that for the 2010 Rangers as well. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because they all underperformed for sure. I had Cliff Lee as their best pitcher, and he also underperformed um, in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he uh, was 0 and two. Um, with a 6.94 ERA, and I almost wanted to blame him. This is a tough one to 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 pick who to blame for this for the loss here. Um, 
I, I wrote down the whole team. Okay. Because like all their all their power, all their like big hitters underperformed and, and their best pitcher underperformed. So it it's it's almost unfair to, to single one guy out. I mean, if you if you make me pick one guy, I'll I'll go ahead and say Josh Hamilton, but uh but yeah, I I wrote the whole team. That's 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 good, Jeremy. Yeah, because even Vlad Guerrero went one for fourteen in that uh that yeah. series. So not they good. All, all their hitters did bad in that series, not like nothing to show for it really. Well, the next one is a little bit better. The 2011 World Series, uh, St. Yeah. Louis Cardinals over Texas Rangers, four to three. So the Rangers lost lost two in a row. Hard to do. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, who'd you have for this one? Well, so again, I was uh, I, I had C.J. Wilson as their best pitcher on that roster, and I think he actually over uh, achieved um, one of the rare occasions here where one of these guys overachieved. I think we said. Uh, uh, not Ryan Howard. I forget who 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 did well actually. Oh, my, oh maybe uh, Matt Holiday did well in that one World Series. But mm-hmm. uh, C.J. Wilson, um, he lost a game, but he he only had a two ninety two ERA. Um, so I thought he did okay in two starts. Um, but uh, I got so Adrian Beltre and Josh Hamilton. You know, again, like you know, take your pick. Um, Hamilton, I said, had about an even series. Um, see what those numbers are uh he was uh he hit 241 with a homer and six rbis i mean you can't ding that it's about even i would say and uh, adrian beltre uh, had a good series but also this was a very competitive world series it went seven games so you know it's um it's hard to say if anyone you know cost the you know if any of those guys cost the 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 team the series jack i have um i ended up blaming the series on the Rangers bullpen and specifically Neftali Feliz. Oh yeah, Neftali Feliz, former Brewer. Yeah, Mister Happy. Um, <laughs> they uh, the reason why is because he's the guy who who uh, imploded in the ninth inning of Game Six, which allowed you know that's the famous David Freeze uh, game. Yes. Um, and they were they were down to the last strike. I think the the Cardinals were, mm-hmm. and and uh, Freeze tied it up, I believe, and ended up getting a hit to go on and win it. But so yeah, like freeze or a uh, Feliz uh, blew that game. Um, and then the rest of the brewers or the uh, Rangers pitchers uh, did not help anybody out at all. And they ended up, um, you know, losing the game. They blew, they blew two saves basically too. Um, so that's another one. So it wasn't good. Darren Oliver, Scott Feldman all contributed to that. And then Mark Lowe gave up the um, walk off to uh, freeze on the game. Yeah, that, that's a good one, Jeremy. You know who I'd have to blame here for though is is Mark Harrison, <laughs> or Matt Harrison. I mean, I yeah. don't even fuck. I don't even remember Matt Harrison. He only pitched with the Rangers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, in that World Series, he was zero and two with a seven oh four ERA and two starts. Yeah, I wanted. To, I I looked at him and then I was like, "There's, <laughs> he's not big. You know, he's he's small potatoes. <laughs> uh, ultimately, so I, I you know it's hard to to." to pin it on him but uh but yeah he was definitely suspect for sure um the next one jeremy 2012 another sweep uh yeah. the giants swept the detroit tigers yeah the um second of the Ti- or the giants um world series wins um in six years or in five years um but uh yeah so uh this one um you know, I definitely got to got to be Miggy, right? He's got to be their best player on this team. He had the, he was in the midst of his the the height of his career. He had a, yeah. that was his triple crown year, right? It was his triple crown year. Um, I threw a little bone for Prince there because Prince also had a good year that year. Yeah. Um, 
Verlander, definitely the best pitcher on that roster. Oh yeah. Um, and man, you know, it's like, I really wanted to, I really wanted, I, I so I, um, they all underperformed. Um, they all like had a bad world series. I, in my opinion, um, Verlander in one start, uh, had an 11, 25 ERA and an 0 and one. Uh, so again, I, I won't say my, my final piece on Verlander yet. Um, mm. but, uh, I really wanted to give it to Verlander, um, in this situation, um, as much as I did in, uh, Oh six. Um, but I went with Miggy because it was his, um, his triple crown year. And just like, you know, he didn't help his team win the world series. Uh, so, you know, it's like, it's tainted a little bit. He was three for 13 with a Homer three RBIs and a two thirty one average. But I don't know, triple crown guy. Maybe you got to will your team to at least one victory, you know? Yeah. Um, that definitely not a very gutsy performance. So he, he kind of came out flat. I, I got to say, though, Jeremy, uh, you know, Prince Fielder is is mine. Um, I'll never miss a chance to talk about Prince Fielder. Um, he had a great regular season, too. He hit 313 with 30 homers and 108 RBIs. This was the first year he wasn't on the Brewers. Um, he signed a massive contract with the Tigers, um, and, and he made him look good, too. Uh, he had, he had a, a, you know, he made that contract look good at that time. Great regular season. But in the in the World Series, he was 1 for 14 with an 071 uh, average no RBIs, no extra base hits, and four strikeouts. That's yeah. that's terrible. They got nothing from him. That's bad. Yeah, you you can't have that from one of your top guys. So uh, no, I think that's totally fair. Um, but I'm throwing it to Miggy. <laughs> All right, I like it. So yeah, uh, 2013 um, was Boston Red Sox over St. Louis Cardinals four to two. Man, the Red Sox are it, like they're they're there every fucking year. It seems like the World Series. Uh, at least yeah. you know they're they're there a lot. Almost got there again. Um, yeah. So Jeremy, who was the who was the best player on this Cardinals team? Do you think? Um, I, I I picked Matt Holiday again. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think this was was this his first year that he was with the um, the Cardinals. I'm not I'm not sure about that. But no. I, yeah. Not sure. It, it was a close. This one I think was a close one because I think Beltron also was really good for that team. Sure. Um, Wayne but, Wainwright was good too. Two ninety four ERA and thirty four starts. He was, yeah. Um, I def- I had him as my as their best pitcher for sure, and I and I think he underperformed in the series. Didn't have a really a great series. Matt Holiday did have a pretty good uh, series, I would say. Ultimately, I mean, he hit two fifty, but um, two homers, a triple, a double, five RBIs. So I mean, he's doing what he can. Um, and so I ultimately, um, so I threw I threw half the blame to to Wainwright. Uh, for this one, for the loss. So let, let's look at his numbers really quick. So he was um, 0 and 2 with a 4.50 ERA and two starts. Um, yeah, yeah. You 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 need better from that from your from your ace pitcher, 100. percent Yes. So, so for, I, for, from your guy who won nine, 19 games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I also so I give him half the blame. But the other blame, uh, who I really want to give it to is I want to blame David Freeze <laughs> for the loss in this World Series. Uh, uh yeah, I've, it just seems like uh, one of those things where like I I don't miss a chance to talk about Prince Fielder, you know, like sure. you're you're not gonna miss a chance to lay blame on David Freeze. No, I mean, well, I, it's uh, and you know, had he not been the hero of 2011, um, I wouldn't be you know calling him out in 2013. But um, he was three for 19 uh, with a 158 er uh, 158 batting average, um, and you know 
he 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 was the savior in 2011 and it's like you know like we talk about like david Bodie living off of like one swing uh you know walk off on sunday night baseball you know david freeze i feel like stuck around in the league because of that 2011 performance way longer than he should have um and yeah he, about, he just retired in 2019 yeah that's crazy you think about the david freeze Pittsburgh years and it's just like what is what are we doing here like if Pittsburgh <laughs> wasn't in league David Freeze wouldn't be in the league either um and so uh so yeah I you know I I figure I I, I throw the blame at him for this one okay yeah very uh very good hey at least in David Freeze's defense it wasn't a World Series game like I don't know what I don't know what you'd say about David Bodie yeah right yeah it was like oh, you know yeah. game game 96 of the of the season that he won <laughs> Um, well, great. Yeah, I uh, love it. Um, 2014 World Series, San Francisco Giants over Royals 4-3. to three. So this is an interesting one. Seven-game series, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, best player on this Royals team, uh, I would say probably would be like their, their three-headed monster in the bullpen. Um, it's got to be like sure. Holland, Holland um, Davis, and uh, Herrera. Um, yeah. And what do you think? Yeah, it was, it was. This was a hard one to pick, like the best guy, because they also had like a kind of a three-headed um, or four-headed like offensive situation going too. Actually, I don't even know who. Cause they had Mustakis, they had Hosmer, they had Kane, they had Alex Gordon, and um, okay, I'll throw out LC Escobar. He, <laughs> made, he almost made the three-headed monster, but then I forgot about Mustakis. Um, so let's say Moose, Kane, um, Hosmer, and uh, and Gordon. I kind of. I, I just said Gordon was their best uh, guy in this um, in, in this season just for, like, longevity purposes because mm-hmm. um, he had been with the team the longest, so he's kind of the leader of that team. And um, he had he, – I would say he underachieved in the, in the World Series. He hit 185, um, no homers, only two RBIs. Um, so that's kind of – that and, and like – that's that's where I went with batters. Shields, I, I would say, was like their their ace that year, and uh, he definitely underperformed. He had, um, I'm pretty sure he had a pretty bad uh, World Series. Zero um, two with with a seven ERA uh, in two starts in the World Series. Not good. Um, definitely not what you're looking for from from your like one of your top pitchers, if not your best pitcher. Um, but I ended up um, I ended up throwing the blame on Alex Gordon on this one. This was a tough year to do it again. Cause it was seven game series. It's tough to, you know, to make it seven games, both teams have to play pretty good. I threw it to Gordon. Um, just, uh, I'm not even really sure why <laughs> just cause I had to pick somebody, you know who I'm going to throw it to Jeremy, uh, Terrence Gore. <laughs> nice. All right. Very good. So, I mean, when you think about it, man, this guy's taking up a roster spot, right? Yes. He yeah. appeared in, he appeared in one game he scored a run, and he didn't attempt any steals. Like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna put Terrence Gore on a roster for a, for seven games of a World Series, and you're not yeah. even gonna have uh, have the guy attempt to steal. I mean, um, maybe maybe he pinched it, pinch ran for a guy who had a triple. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't get it, man. I mean, I guess you can lay the blame on Ned Yost or the GM mm-hmm. for that one for mm-hmm. putting for putting this guy in the roster. But Terrence Gore, who is on the Braves right now on their roster in the world series this guy can't do anything but pinch run that's all he does yeah and he didn't you know you're not even going to use him that's you know i don't know who that's on but it's on whatever terrence gore i'm blaming him for this i think um, that's fair yeah I think that's fair um yeah i mean like in a seven game series it's like maybe they could have gave that roster spot to someone who you know did that extra thing to help them win and not 
and not lose. So yeah, it's a, yeah. sure as hell Tyron Score didn't do anything to help them win. <laughs> um, uh, fun, so that's fair. Funny footnote to to this team: Alcides Escobar still in the league. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how uh, because the Nationals are bad. I guess. <laughs> um, um, 2015 World Series features the Royals again, but they won this time over the yeah. New, York, New York Mets. And and this, I think that's actually why I um why I picked Gordon for this one because I think he he did pretty well I think um in that uh, or at least he had that one um he had that uh, I think he had a pretty big homer off of um Jury's Familia maybe if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly uh, at some point so like I think he did okay in in that World Series so that's why I blamed him for the 2014 one but. Yeah, 2015, um, the team that uh, mowed down the, the Cubs in 2015, the, the Mets. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard to pick who their best player was. I I, I ultimately went with um, with uh, Grander or not Granderson, Cespedes, because I think just overall, like he had the best numbers. He was like probably the most uh, feared guy in the in the lineup, I would say. Um, but a lot of guys on that team underperformed in the World Series. So they, they um, did. Yeah. Um, Granderson, maybe the only guy who, who had a good, uh, a good world series. He had three homers. Um, and then as far as pitchers go, Jack, it's crazy to think that Jacob deGrom was on this team. Back in he was on the 2014 Mets. So he was the rookie of the year in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I, it's like, it's hard for me to put him in that long of a run. Basically. I don't know. Um, but uh, it's not like he was in a, like toiling in obscurity in New York in his first couple of years. Um, he did not have a good World Series. Only started one game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, seven twenty ERA. I almost wanted to blame him. Um, uh, but uh, I feel like Matt Harvey was the leader of that pitching staff. Mm-hmm. And he, if you remember, yeah, he, he was sure. Yeah, and like he um, had a good series um if i think that was in game seven or was it game six where he was like i think it was game or not seven uh but game five he was like i think having like a really good game and they left him out there for one more inning and he gave up like a game tying run or something like that um so it was a tough situation um but uh yeah i ultimately uh went i here's who i'm going with i i had two people down here but i'm it's clear who who has to get the blame for this one. It's Daniel Murphy. Why and why? Well, yeah, why not? Right? Do you think he's vaccinated? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jack, that's a funny one. Um, <laughs> you know, I think we know the answer to that one. Um, okay, yeah, Daniel Murphy's a good one. He was what three for twenty? Yeah, he. So Daniel Murphy had that crazy run in the playoffs. Um, to I think against the Dodgers in the NLDS and then against the Cubs in the NLCS, just almost single-handedly took both of those teams out. And naturally, he ran out of steam uh, by the time the World Series came around. But that's probably the time where you don't want to run out of steam. Probably want to, you know, if... if yeah. I mean, I guess you got to get there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, I had Cespedes in there maybe because he had a bad um, World Series as well. But why not give it to Daniel Murphy? Sure. Hey, yeah, why not? Um, why miss the opportunity? Uh, I'm going to give it to Addison Reed. Um, okay. yeah, Owen one with a nine eighty two ERA and five relief appearances. That's, you know, that ain't great. Um, Addison Reed, uh, famous for being the pitcher who was on the mound when, uh, uh, who the hell was it? Connor Gillespie dropped a, a pop-up in, a, in a, 
the ninth inning of a White Sox clip, and then Hawk Harrelson got really pissed. He was like, "They keep finding ways. They keep finding ways." And then, uh, and then uh, Steve Stone is like, when they show the replays, like, in this situation, it's going to be Reed's job to play traffic cop. Um, just a funny, just a funny all-around clip, man. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give it to Addison Reed. I, yeah, this the 2015 Mets team, though, man. I mean, better things, better things were to come. Uh, for the Cubs, but uh, this team, I remember this team really big boyed the Cubs in that in that NLCS. Yeah. But um, you know, it was it was kind of interesting to to see the Cubs get that far unexpectedly that year. Did the Cubs win a game in that World? No, I, I want to say I think they got swept in that. Yeah, yeah, swept. Yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty brutal. Um, <clears throat> and and just Daniel Murphy doing it the whole time made it even worse. <laughs> But well, yes, speaking of good, better things to come. Yeah, uh, they, the very next year, um, Cubs win four to three, famously over uh, over the Indians. This is another tough one, man, because it's uh, we got a seven game series here, so it's hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I had um, Lindor and Kluber as like the best, you know, pitcher and and hitter for the uh, for the Indians, and honestly, like they both did fine, if not, uh, you know. <laughs> Slightly underachieved, maybe Francisco Lindor. Slightly overachieved for Kluber. I know Kluber did didn't do great in Game Seven, but they really relied on him hard um, in that yes. series. And yeah, he, they rode he, him really hard. Yeah, yeah, and he did great for them the two the first two starts. Um, yeah, so, and he had he had nothing left uh, in the yeah. third start. Yes, not not going to blame him. Yeah, th- th- that, those are good calls for the best player. Uh, the guy I'm going to blame for this. And why not is Trevor Bauer. You got to. And I think like, uh, you know, I, I wonder, especially now, especially now, um, if, if Trevor Bauer was feeling embarrassed at, at all. I know he wasn't because he's a fucking like he's um, uh, a sociopath. But and, like, yeah. And definitely a narcissist, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. A sociopath is the, probably the least offensive thing you could call him. Um, but uh I'm sure he isn't embarrassed about this, but the whole drone situation happened in 2016. It's going to be like, that's going to be a forgotten thing um, in baseball, like in greater baseball lore. I mean, I remember it super closely, Jack. I'm sure you do too. I wonder if people outside of like Chicago remember the drone situation of the, of the 2016. Well, he had to get removed. I think it was in a game against the blue Jays um, Mm -hmm. just like a week before because his, his hand was bleeding. They had to take him out of the game. Yeah, his hand was like dripping blood, like pouring blood. Yeah, um, and uh, it, it. I think he he bled also in in the World Series too. Um, but he uh, he he was a loser of uh, Game Five and Game Two. Um, yeah, honestly, that Game Five was like. I remember being, you know, as a Cubs fan, I remember thinking like, okay, well, we could beat Bauer. I don't know if it's you know, safe to, to expect to beat him twice in one series because, you know, things have a way of balancing themselves out. So we can't really rely on beating Bauer twice in the world world series, but we did just that. So awesome. Um, and then for the same reason, uh, Josh Tomlin had a really good game, uh, I think in game three and it's like, well, that guy can't, I don't think that guy can beat us twice in a five game series. So we're going to, he didn't. Yeah. And he didn't. Um, so we'll get him and then we get to game seven. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so that was, you know, I remember just after game four thinking in my head, <clears throat> not being brave enough to say it out loud, but that was like kind of like my road path 
to or uh, you know uh, to to winning the World Series for the Cubs, being down three to one. Um, yeah, I remember that Josh Tomlin when he pitched Game Three. It was at Wrigley Field, you know. It was yeah, a, it was his a night game. Were there or yep, yeah, his parents were there, um, and he pitched like seven innings of either scoreless ball or, or one run ball. It was like Josh Sco- Tom- Josh yeah. Tomlin. Um, yeah. Was it scoreless? Seven scoreless because they the, the Indians won one nothing. That okay, game. yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that outing and thinking, man, this is this is surprising, but not not disagreeable to me at all. Um, uh, but yeah, they, uh, you know, I always, I always think the Indians were probably, they were, they might've been one healthy starting pitcher away from, from, from winning that thing, but that's why it was such a, <laughs> I, I, I guess I won't go there, Jeremy. No, I think they were, they were, I, it's hard for me to admit that, but yeah, Danny Santana and, um, Carlos Carrasco were both down for that series and they both had good regular seasons. I mean, maybe we want to blame them, but uh, <laughs> um, I was, I also had Bauer as my, you know, goat for that series. Perfect. Love it. Um, all right. 2017, um, moving on, we got Houston Astros over Los Angeles Dodgers four to three. So wow. Two straight seven game series. Pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, Jeremy, I, I misspoke. That was, it was 2017 that the, uh, that the Astros played the Dodgers mixing yeah. up my years. 2018 was when the Red Sox won. Um, Okay, yeah, this is an interesting one. I mean, I'd, I'd say best player. Uh, Cody Bellinger had a, a season for the ages as a rookie, um, you know, so that's that's definitely there. Uh, uh, you know, they had some really good pitchers on that team. Hugh Darvish uh, mm-hmm. was pretty good. Kershaw um, had a really good regular season, 231 ERA and 18 wins. Um, I mean, he's, he's got to be their best player. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think Bellinger kind of shit the bed in this one. Yeah, so I had <clears throat> Ballinger um, as my best, you know, position player, and mm-hmm. Kershaw my best pitcher. Both underperformed. Uh, both had like bad series. Um, and um, but I mean, so yeah, let's just look at the numbers here really quick. So Bellinger um, was four for twenty-eight with a one forty-three ERA, or I keep seeing ERA, but batting average. Um, <clears throat> managed to hit a homer. Uh, Kershaw was one and zero with a four oh two ERA, so you know didn't tally a loss. Took a four oh two ERA, um, so definitely not like you know to blame for the them losing the series. I mean, Yu Darvish was zero and two with two in two starts with a twenty one point six ERA. Um, so that's not good, and he also lost uh, game seven. Yeah, and he was a midseason pickup for them too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he got yeah. a lot of he got a lot of shit for that series and like and of course the Cubs go ahead and you know sign him to a huge contract right after that. Um, <laughs> uh, because because that's what you do. Um but I you know and it, you know I it's like <clears throat> I like Darvish but I I I got to if you lose two games in the series including game 7 I gotta blame you. For yeah, um, even though Bellinger was, people did kind of make a big deal out of him being bad in that series too. Right. Um, I, I think you're right, Jeremy. Um, I, I overlooked Darvish. Yeah, that's you got you got to blame him for that one. Well, yeah, and and you know, you know, hold hold your breath because you know the Dodgers were back in the World Series to lose in 2018. And, they were. Um, <clears throat> I had Cody Bellinger as the best player on that team again, and Kershaw as the best pitcher on that team again. And they both underperformed again. Yeah, Kershaw had a really exceptionally bad World Series. He was 0-2 with a 7.36 ERA. Bellinger was just one for 16, um, yeah. which is also pretty putrid. Uh, I didn't remember. I didn't remember the Red Sox winning that four to one. For some reason, I thought it was a closer World it, Series than that. 
it's because of that 18 game. Yeah. Uh, or it, well, actually, the Dodgers won that game, but um, yeah, I know it, it's weird. I think just that that 18 inning game overshadowed. Like that was they, that should have just been like. I, of course, if that was the only you know winner take all game, the Dodgers would have won the World Series. But um, I, I'll tell you this, Jack, because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Evaldi was pitching for the Red Sox. Yeah, I was going to say he was the hero in that game, right? Or he he went like a bunch of innings. He did, but they were talking about it this postseason um because like that was like a just a historic like or just like a monumental outing i forgot that the the red sox lost that game and and evaldi was actually the loser but he he threw like six relief uh pitch uh, you know he threw six uh innings in relief um and just you know just ran into like i think uh i think max muncie hit a walk-off homer in that game if i remember correctly um, but, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. remember watching that game. It was on the bar. It might have been on like a Friday we, or Saturday night we game. Were, we were out that night, Jack. We were watching it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I actually nice. Think, I did not. I almost want to say, I almost want to say we got kicked out of the bar because they were closing or something. But maybe we, because um, I, I remember walking around our neighborhood and like listening to it, like having it up on my phone too. But maybe that was, I think, I think we were like walking to another bar or something to see the end of it. But yeah, so. So yeah, I I remember that game well. Yeah, we were hanging out that that nice. night. We have we have heard, we have heard the chimes at midnight, Jeremy. <laughs> um, the Shakespeare Shakespeare quote. There you go. You yes. know you know who I'm gonna blame for this one is Manny Machado. Okay, yeah, I think yeah that's fair. He 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 was disappointing in this series. Four for twenty two, no extra base hits. Um, yeah, that's not great. The, he was another midseason pickup. Uh, kicked. Uh, uh, Jesus Aguilar and like the sh- the ankle as he was crossing first base. Do you remember that one? I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that guy, dude. So yeah, <laughs> Ma- Manny Machado. There you go. The, I gotta make him the loser. And now he's like you know teaching Fernando Tatis the ways. The <laughs> um, yeah. Just so funny. Um, he at least admits that like he's like yeah in my earlier years I you know I was out of control or something and now I now I can teach Tatis something again. I would say. You know, watch out, Manny Machado, because you're gonna get the Jace uh, Tingler treatment. Um, <laughs> by the way, so the, the the Padres hired Bob Melvin as their manager today. Uh huh. Isn't Bob Melvin the manager of the the A's? Yeah, I guess I guess he wanted a new challenge or something. But wasn't he? Yeah. I didn't did wasn't he? Didn't he manage them this past year? I think so, and I don't I don't know that his contract was up. Right, and did he like? There was no talk about him leaving the A's. Or no, so he, like, he'd been the manager of the A's for like, you know, 10, 15 years or something. Yeah. I been mean, a long I, time. Honest, I legitimately don't know, like, was his contract up? Did he quit? Did he like, did, was this some, a Lou Pinella situation where they're going to trade Randy Wynn or some like, you know, <laughs> like fourth outfielder for, for him or something? Like, are they going to trade uh, Matt Joyce for, for, um, uh, actually that would be losing two guys then, if that were the case. I don't know who they... I guess Jake Marisnik. I don't think he's under contract anymore, but maybe they traded Jake Marisnik to the A's for for Bob Melvin. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, um, you know, and I, I thought Bruce Bochy would have had a real would have had a real shot at that job. Or um, uh, poor old Mike Schilt. I Jack, I've come full circle. I'm like, I feel bad for Mike Schilt. I officially feel bad for him, and I kind of hoped I was kind of hoping he would get hired for the, by the Padres. Um, honestly, they should hire him as like their bench coach. Um, I think you could do a lot worse than having Mike Schilder as probably your bench coach. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, there was also a report that Ozzie Guillen managed or uh, uh, interviewed with the Padres. Oh, too. that's hilarious. Yeah. 
That would have been awesome, man. But God, the the, the league needs fucking Ozzy Guillen out there somehow, man. Yeah, they they do. Um, I mean, he hey, he's I'll bring this up every time, but he says that he's the best manager in baseball, <laughs> and and by a lot. So <laughs> some teams gotta some teams gotta pick him up. Yeah, dude, I really have to like look. I I didn't get a chance to like. Yeah, here it is. Okay, wait here. Here it is. Okay. Uh, the team had announced the, the team has not announced the signing, but the move is expected to be finalized in the next day or two. The A's had picked up Melvin's contract option for the 2022 season, but they agreed to let him interview with the Padres, who will not send Oakland any compensation in return. What the hell? What is this? That that does that can't happen and that doesn't happen. No. What? I don't I'm truly like gobsmacked you see that in college in college sports college basketball and football you know teams will steal coaches away from from other teams you know like a mid-major coach who's really hot will take a you know a, a high major job like unc you know right. but you, you never see moves like that in in baseball yeah i mean not with like not with like no compensation like I'm, I'm glad at least i'm right that melvin that like we didn't miss melvin like leaving the team or or uh his contract being up or anything he just that's so weird. That is so weird. It's just like the A's are just like, mm, okay, we have our manager. <laughs> like, do you want our elephant too? Do you want the elephant off the off our <laughs> patch, our, 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 our sleeve patch? Like, what, you know, would you like the ashes of Charlie Finley? <laughs> like, what else would you like from us? Yeah, um, yeah. Would you like the, uh, who is that pitcher that got married on, on the A's field? Oh, yeah, Vita Blue. <laughs> yeah, I was, would you like the rice from Vita Blue's wedding? Like, what do you, what do you want? Yeah. Would you like MC Hammer? Just the the <laughs> the, the, the likeness of MC Hammer. I, huh. I, God, so weird, man. It's like that's so weird. That is so weird. I just I don't know. Um, but there you go. So I'm yeah. I'm glad we weren't going crazy here. They just let him walk. That's so weird. Anyway, um, where were we? 2018, right? So Jack, listen. You could have blamed Clayton Kershaw for 2018, um, but uh, I happen to like Kershaw. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, so I'm blaming I'm I reserved blame for 2018 for for Cody Bellinger. OK, so, um, you know, I figured I cut him some slack in his rookie year. Um, but uh, but yeah, one for 16 uh, is not good. And um, when your team loses and you're one for 16, you're getting the blame somehow. Love it. Uh, very good, Jeremy. Um, 2019 seven game series, Washington Nationals over Houston Astros. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one. I'd say best player, probably El Tuve, um, mm-hmm. was really good. Garrett Cole, uh, and Verlander again, also on this team, uh, also yeah. very good, very good players. Um, uh, you know, I, who do you think Jeremy, who, who do you, who do you lay the blame on for this? Well, one? I, 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 that's exactly, I had uh, El Tuve and Verlander as the two. I gave the edge to Verlander just for longevity purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this was not his worst World Series um, by far from what we've talked about uh, in all these um, uh, previous matchups. But for a cumulative reason, I'm giving the blame to Verlander uh, for this series. I mean, he was 0-2 yeah. in two starts. Oh. And a yeah, 0-2 with a 573 year. Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard to think that he was worse in other series. But here's, here's my thing, because this is the last time we're going to be able to talk about Verlander. Why is everyone saying that that Kershaw is a bad like playoff pitcher? Verlander is bad. He's been bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in, in the biggest moments of his career, uh, yeah. he's we've seen at least three or four World Series where he's been terrible. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I like. I'm pulling up his um just his overall postseason 
uh, numbers here. Um, so he's, yeah, I mean he he's pitched in so many like you know championship series and everything. So he's he's accumulated good numbers overall. But like in the okay in the World Series, he's zero and six with a five sixty eight ERA. So wow. I guess like they they penalize Kershaw for like his fa- failures in like other like division series and championship series. But when it comes down just to World Series, like I mean maybe we should do, like tabulate like worst overall World Series stats because. I, this is, this is really bad for Verlander. And I yeah. like the guy. Especially for a guy who's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like the guy, but that's historically bad for the World Series. Um, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. I didn't realize that uh, until um, until we dug deep in this list. So. No, I yeah, I had never, eh, because nobody ever talks about it. Um, well, great. It's good that we were able to get Verlander on there for yeah, one. It, if I was Kershaw, I would be planting this on every Reddit thread out there, every Twitter <laughs> account. Like I'd be like, "Hey, you know, what about uh, that Verlander guy?" You know, and then you know they didn't even want him to throw out the first pitch, so uh, I'm doing okay. And then um, and Verlander's uh, account would would downvote that. <laughs> That's true. And then um, I don't know some something with Kate Upton. But, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, Maybe they'll both be on the same team next year. <laughs> right. Right. That could. Yeah. It could. Could very well be. Um, all right, last one, Jeremy. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays versus uh, Dodgers. Dodgers won in 2020 pandemic season. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, who would you lay the blame on for the Rays here? Who's even the best player I, that, on this that was, team? Yeah, that was the t- tough, tough thing in and of itself. I mean, I'd probably say Blake Snell overall sure. uh, was their best um, player. Uh, for, as far as position players, it was hard to pick. Uh, you, you can't say Randy Rosarena because he had the best World Series, but he was not their best player i i had to give it to 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 brandon lau okay um, being their best player and i thought that he kind of he underperformed um in the series he only hit 125 uh but he hit three homers so he had three hits they were all homers uh, and six rbis so it's you know i would say he like you know he that probably puts him pretty even um even though you you're, you want more than three hits out of your um your best supposed pitcher um player uh but uh uh blake snell had a good series he just got pulled early yeah um by uh by kevin cash yeah famous famously pulled after five innings um yeah not not great for him i would say jeremy if there was someone i was going to blame it'd be tyler glasnow <laughs> nice okay and I, hey we, we saw tyler glasnow this year we saw him pitch his last game of the season uh before uh being shelved um, yeah, but he had a 964 ERA and he was 0-2. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's not good. Um, I, I I can't argue with that. I mean, for what I said, um, I, and this is cheating, but I blamed I blamed Kevin Cash. Okay, there you go. Losing the World Series. I, but, I think uh, a lot of people would be right there. Yeah, it's it's almost unfair. So like, I mean, I if you know, as far as players go, yeah, I, I'd have to go. I'd have to lean towards uh, Tyler Glass now too. But uh, but yeah, I mean. The whole the whole Blake Snell thing just was a bad look, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they're I wonder if the Rays are suffering the curse of the of the pitching change, the cash pitching change. <laughs> well, uh, hey, you know, you got to wonder if, at some point maybe he's going to be in hot water um, if they don't if they don't win one. I don't know. I wonder. Um, yeah. Well, that's that was uh, that was actually a pretty fun exercise. We we unearthed uh, some players who had performed poorly. That wasn't really on our radar screen, 
Um, and it'll be interesting to see who the goat is this year. We'll have to, yes. we'll have to, we'll have to say, we'll have to study it after the series is over. Yeah, so there's going to be someone to blame for this World Series, right? Um, and it's just a matter of what team it's going to be. Um, but yeah, so I think um, by the time we record again, I think the series could be over. Could be. Um, we probably should wait, maybe even to, to uh, especially if it goes seven games. Um, uh, we're probably going to want to watch that game. So we'll see what uh, plays out over the next couple days. Um, but uh, yeah, this any way you shake it, uh, we're heading into like the last week of uh, the 2021 baseball season. So I uh, got to enjoy it. And then um, the long slog of the winter. Um, but hopefully we'll be bringing you some fun episodes uh, over the break. So, um, so yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll enjoy these last couple games of uh, a playoff series with two problematic teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dinicio. We'll see you next time.